Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey guys, I am Jennifer. And I'm Corey. And we are the host of the Doctor of Marketing Tips podcast. And so we are, again, live on Facebook this week. And this week we're going to talk about something that we think we know a lot about and we just kind of assumed that some of the practice managers we work with know a lot about. And that is marketing funnels. And what you can do and, and how you can create marketing funnels to help build better relationships with your patients and drive them down a particular funnel, hopefully leading to some sort of action like scheduling an appointment. Yeah, and the reason that we bring this up is we're actually meeting with a client. Was it this week, right? Yeah, it was this past week. We were meeting with a big ophthalmology practice that we work with, and um, they, they've they had some turnover in their management. And we were brought in, and they had one of their other agency partners at the table, and then they had kind of the interim executive director, and they were just trying to get their hands around everything. and the. They're, they're dead set on putting some marketing funnels in place, and our focus recently has been on rebuilding their website because it didn't really allow us to create the kind of marketing funnels that we want to create. And their focus is, you know, how are you going to take the overall inbound marketing strategy and utilize marketing funnels to ultimately drive more patient appointment requests? And so there was this dichotomy back and forth of us saying, you know, it's the chicken, it's the egg, and just the conversation really went heavily on these marketing funnels. And where we thought the practice, you know, the, the interim executive director understood what a marketing funnel was, she didn't necessarily understand what it was. And I think we were all speaking the same language yeah. um, from a marketing perspective. We just weren't, we weren't, we were using a little bit different terminology. So we thought if we were having this level of confusion, then maybe our, our viewers and our listeners to the podcast might be having this um, an equal level of confusion. Yeah. And um, ultimately with this one, we, we're going to, really be implementing, I think, some big marketing funnels for this practice, in part because the doctor, one of the partners, owns a piece of this company that focuses solely on marketing funnels. And so with that, the doctor is 100% bought in. I think it's a strategy that we've always used, but not something that we've necessarily brought to the forefront or told our clients that, you know, we absolutely use marketing funnels. We just didn't know how dirty in the details that you wanted to get to understand how we make the sausage, which ultimately <laughs> ends up being a new patient. So. Um, Corey and I got our start um, really getting excited about marketing funnels and how we can implement them a couple of years ago. Wouldn't you say, Corey? Yeah, yeah. I would say it's probably been, what, three or four years? Yep, absolutely. Funnels. Um, so, yeah, what we wanted to focus on today was just basic kind of funnel marketing overviews and um, kind of pair that with an example that you can use in your practice. So, um, the, the general funnel, it's usually divided into three pieces. There's the top piece, which is called tofu. Mmm, I love tofu. Not the food. Middle is uh, mofu, so it gets a little bit smaller. They call it the middle of the funnel. That's where that comes from. And then bofu, which is really fun to say, um, but it's also the bottom of the funnel, which is um, where you're explaining something. So we'll explain what that is and kind of give you an example as we go through this. So 
Um, according to Ring DNA, I'm going to read this definition here. It says the definition of a sales funnel, also known as a revenue funnel, refers to the, the buying or purchasing process that companies lead customers through when purchasing products or deciding on services. So a sales funnel is divided into several steps, which uh, vary depending on the particular sales model. So that matters to your practice because it helps you get more patients at a lower cost, essentially. Right, so the top of the funnel, that's when you're kind of building awareness about your practice and your services, your subspecialty, that's that big, big part. The middle, when it gets a little bit more specific, that's teaching people how to pick a solution so that you kind of taking them down that next step. And then the bottom is explaining why your office is better than your competitors down the street, essentially. So I think it's important to note. Okay, so Corey and I got our start really understanding and working with marketing funnels, like you said, a couple of years ago. We went to this massive conference out in San Diego called Digital Marketer. Mm -hmm. Or it was hosted by Digital yeah. Marketer. Um, and it's one of two big conferences they do. And they really, um, they've really kind of honed in on the expertise when it comes to funnels and the driving eyeballs in down a particular direction. This really applies to um, those businesses that have like an e-commerce or a retail component. And we came back from that conference several years ago trying to understand how do you take something that's been so successful in a retail environment where you have an immediate, you know, immediate, you know, you see something on the internet, you can make a couple clicks and you're driven to that purchasing moment where you go ahead and click and then if it's like Amazon, then it immediately goes on your credit card and it's you know, at your office and within probably 24 hours here where we are, they do 24 hour delivery or same day delivery now. But the idea is how do you take it from a retail standpoint and translate that into a patient base or medical standpoint. And so we've spent the last couple of years really trying to understand how you can take something that's been super successful in e-commerce and a retail component or area and translate that into a medical practice. And so I think with top of funnel, Corey, what are some examples? Because this is when you're creating, this is when you're like, hey, how's it going? You know, the, you know, you're kind of dating. Mm -hmm. And you're like, you know, you're making that introduction, you're going out for, for a cup of coffee, you see that person maybe in a work environment, you, you're kind of checking somebody out. That's when I think you're top of funnel. So some examples of how a medical practice specifically could use top of funnel marketing. What would some of those things be? Yeah, so... Because you're already doing it. Yeah, you, yeah, most likely you are, definitely. Um, so top of funnel, like you said, it's kind of like when you're dating. When, and then when someone goes to schedule an appointment, that's like being married. So mm -hmm. you wouldn't walk up to someone and say, hey, how's it going? My name's Corey, you want to get married? So you wouldn't, you know, you don't just ask for them to schedule an appointment. They have to then go what's through bottom of funnel? some sort of process. Well, that, so the bottom is when you're actually making that ask. Okay. But at the top, you're saying, well, hi. Checking you out. Exactly. How are you doing? You look good. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is where we can get a cup of coffee. So you can learn a little bit more about each other. So top of funnel is really focused on awareness. So that's like your blog posts. You're, you're really, you're generating awareness. You're connecting with people. So you're like, hey, look at me. Yeah, it's an infographic maybe. Maybe yep. it's a social media post. That's where a lot of these social media channels kind of play because um, it just shows that you're you're there, you know, when people are looking. So that's like a health fair is another good kind of awareness stage. So people go to health fairs because, you know, they are concerned about their health and they're looking for someone to help them. So generate awareness, you're at the health fair. Um, I think 
online reputation kind of Absolutely. falls into this. It kind of actually online. But you don't have so much control over it, right? Whereas you do when you're in what you're putting out on the other ones. Exactly, but I think it does play into really every one of these levels: the the top, the middle, and the bottom. Because ultimately, at some point, um, so let, let's use an example of a, a dermatology office. Let's say I'm, I'm uh, looking for a dermatologist. I had this weird mold that popped up. Don't judge me. Um, so I Google, I don't know, um, like what this mold could be mm -hmm. in this area. So if a blog post comes up from your practice that describes commonly moles in this region of the body, well, that is my first introduction to your practice. So that's my first kind of awareness um, that one, you're local, two, you know what you're talking about, right? I think that you hit it. You hit it right on. So why don't you real quick sidetrack, and this might be a different episode of the podcast or a different video down the road. So you have this weird mole, and I'm not judging, but I'm kind of thinking about it. <laughs> and you go and you do a quick search on Google, yeah. and you see you know, there's probably five articles that pop up, and your practice is the first one. So Corey says, that looks like my mole, because if you were smart, you had a picture that went with the blog post and right. populated two or a video. Corey says, that looks like my mole. He clicks it, goes to your website, and reads reads your article, and then he hits exit, and he leaves, and he's like, you know, all right, maybe I'll deal with this next week. I'm not going to deal with it right now. And then there's something that's been placed on the website in private that is kind of part of this, this whole process of the funnel, and that's a, a pixel on Facebook, at which point you go back to Facebook, you're looking at all kinds of other things, and bam, something about the patient, the practice pops up, that's middle of funnel, right? Yes, okay. exactly. So I've been introduced to the practice, I've got the awareness, now I go back to Facebook, I see the ad, and I say, oh yeah, that's that thing that I was looking at. It just, it's, it's called retargeting, and we'll talk about that in a, in a separate episode uh, in depth. Um, but essentially that's just kind of reminding me that I've been to the, the practice. And, and it may I'm, not I'm be an ad in the way that you and I think about an ad, mm -hmm. It may be on your news feed or your pa potential patient's news feed. It may be a video testimonial that's popping up about you know what you know the three things that you need to look at if you're trying to identify if a mole is dangerous or non-dangerous. It may be another infographic. It may be a, you know another article because you're not t honing in and trying to pinpoint something somebody on a specific problem that they're having. You're trying to in a general way so that you're not violating HIPAA and you're really maintaining privacy and you're not violating Facebook's policies because Facebook um, and HIPAA kind of are like hand in hand. Facebook understands HIPAA. So you have to be kind of general in your marketing once they've kind of come through and you're retargeting, but that's kind of middle of funnel. Right, and, and retargeting also works really great um, for like retail-based components. So, oh, yeah. So again, like if, for a dermatology office, if it's like a, you're selling a face cream or something like that, or um, you know, you're like a plastic surgeon and uh, you've got like a Botox special going on, something like that, that, that also works awesome for retargeting. Because again, at the top of the funnel, there's the awareness, um, in the middle of the funnel, I kind of want to do something else. I don't know what it is. But, but I need if you some education. Me, I need exactly. some education. Yeah, so middle of the funnel, you're kind of identified, uh, or the, the potential patient is identified as a real lead. Um, so maybe it's a tip sheet, you know, so I have to go back to the website, or maybe I can download some sort of, of checklist and say if I have these symptoms, then I should get a consultation. That's, it, that's it, one we've used. Yeah. yeah, that's a great middle of funnel opportunity. And by offering this content, you're really hoping to get some sort of like actionable behavior. Like even if it's just 
Maybe I'm going back to the website. Maybe I'm downloading mm-hmm. something. Maybe I'm signing up for an email newsletter just to get more. Maybe I'm signing up practice. for the webinar on low, understanding lower back pain and what it means. Exactly. You know, there's so many. Maybe I'm signing up. You know, what are the? Maybe it's an allergy test that I'm signing up for. There's so many right. things. Yeah, because if you sign up for that, or if you have a patient that signs up for that, then you know that they are that much closer to scheduling appointments. So they are aware of you. Now they've taken an action and. They haven't scheduled the appointment yet, but they're kind of investing all of this time and effort into getting to know your practice and your doctor. So that's the middle of the funnel. Well, and I would say too, like middle of the funnel is also that area where you have to go back into the reputation management side. Yeah. Because that is when the potential patient is investigating you and doing your research, like right. you said. And we know that they're going to be doing their research, not just on your website, not just on social media, but they're going to do it at health grades and vitals, and they're going to look at your Google reviews and everything else that's out there. And so, you know, what the marketing funnels, don't say the marketing funnel isn't working. If you're putting all your focus here and you're not paying attention to something over here, then it's not going to work. You have to have everything working together. Yeah, definitely. And then that leads you to the bottom of the funnel, the BOFU. Again, I love saying that. Bofu. That one sounds more like a sporting um, or like a shoe brand or something. Tofu, I, I get. Yeah. Mofu, I got other things to say about it. Bofu, <laughs> yeah. So the, so the Bofu shoes or whatever you want to call them is, is so that's the bottom of the funnel. That's when you're basically saying that your practice is better than the rest. So yes. This is where you kind of like do the sort of traditional. This is the piece of, of sales. Yes. And this is as close to sales as we're getting without asking for the sale. Exactly. So essentially, um, I have, let's say I've, I've got the mole, I downloaded the, the webinar, I, I went through that, and so now I'm, I'm this close to picking your office as my, um, my practitioner. So what am I going to do now? What's going to put me over the top? And I think one of the things that works the best here is a patient testimonial. Absolutely. Because straight from the horse's mouth, I'm seeing other people they had an issue, they came in, now they're better. And I want that to be me, mm-hmm. this is where it makes the most sense. Um, you also see this a lot of times, um, like it, like with the plastic surgeon sometimes, mm-hmm. you'll see like free consultations. Yep. Um, those work really well here because it's, it's just an opportunity to kind of see the office, meet the staff, and then ultimately make that appointment for the rhinoplasty or whatever the end goal is at that point. Yeah, we've been exploring with um, playing with funnels on for our business, and so we do marketing only for independent medical practices. And if you go to our website, um, insightmg.com or drmarketingtipscout.com, you can sign up for this 10 hours of training videos that we've put together over the last couple of years that um, will take everything that we're telling you right now and breaks it into like a nine-part series where you can sit down with a cup of coffee, spend some time, and really get a true understanding of how to market your practice from A to Z. So if you go to our website and you put your email address in the, the place where you put your email address in order to receive the training, you're entered into a funnel per se. So the, the back end is able to tell, they're gonna send, you're gonna get an email saying, let's confirm this, when do you want us to send them to you? And based on your actions, are you watching the videos, are you not watching the videos, you're going to receive different messages. All the way until at the very end, and don't worry, I'm not trying to sell you something, but at the very end, you're gonna get like, hey, you, you did this, but do you want this other ebook? You know, do you want our book on reputation management? Do you want our book on how to claim all of your profiles on the internet because there's all these profiles about your practice? 
do you want our book on how to create rock star employees? Because if you have great employees spreading the message about your practice, then you know it takes away from some of the marketing that you have to do because your employees are so engaged in that process. And then finally, it's going to say, hey, do you want a free consult with Jen? Do you want to get on my calendar? And it's going to send you a link to my calendar. And you know, if you choose to get on my calendar, you're going to make one click and you're going to schedule a time that we're going to talk about your practice. And so we've set up that process so that it takes kind of me out of the equation, it takes Corey out of the equation, so it saves us a lot of time and effort, and it also provides you with a big value add, and we're able to track it through a marketing funnel. And it's more of a you know a business to business marketing funnel, and there's business to consumer marketing funnels. But you know, depending on your specialty, and you know, do you have a retail component? Do you have a cash-based business? Are you an orthopedist, and do you sell um, orthopedic insoles? Do you have a walk-in clinic? Do you have you know an allergy cream that you sell? Do you have free consults? Do you sell contacts? Do you sell frames? Do you have you know something that you can offer from a cash base? Do you have you know an aesthetics practice? Can you do a Botox um, coupon? Can you do a coupon for um, Juvederm or Latisse or something like that? These are the types of things you can be thinking that you can really track and and see great results if you put marketing funnels into place. And the best thing about marketing funnels is once you kind of set them up, you can jive and juke based on the results that you're getting. But once you put the time into the front end, they pretty much can be recreated over and over. And it create, I think it creates a better experience for the patient overall and allows you as a medical practice to sell without really being overtly selling. Yeah, and I, I think it, it creates a better experience for the patient, but it, it also, I think it helps you guys in the doc specifically because when you do get the patient, they're better informed. You know, they're, they're not wasting so much time asking silly questions because ideally they've got them all answered, uh, you know, at least to, to a certain extent. Um, and then when they're, they're in the office, you have a qualified, happy, educated patient that has specific questions that they're going to ask that doctor and you know they're not going to monopolize their time because we you know we see that all the time how many times have you heard yeah. from the doctors you have 10 minutes for the window and then it winds up being like a 25 minute appointment it sets the whole day back uh -huh. because the patient had to ask a thousand questions well, and how many so, times have you heard from the doctor when you're in the patient room and, and the doctor will say hey corey i just have to tell you i just did the surgery and i did it i said well how'd you find out about our practice I watched you on Facebook and then I watched a video and when I saw a patient testimony yep. video or you're getting to know you vid your video, you know, I feel so good because now I realize not only were you in the Air Force like I was, but you, you know, your dad was a doctor and mm -hmm. you grew up in this small town in Ohio and that just made me want to make an appointment and you hear it all the time. I do. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if, at least probably weekly from yeah. different clients, they say like, the patient will tell them they had the surgery because they saw the video. So the video, that's the bottom of the funnel. That's the last thing we want them to see before they go, hey, you know what? This is the office for me. Absolutely. And that's why they work so well. So funnels, I mean, they work from the cash base standpoint. They work from just a general like patient education uh, standpoint to help them get scheduled. Um, it, it helps you create content, which I think is something that a lot of our clients and just practices in general kind of struggle with. Um, it moves them from awareness to action to being a patient and then back again. So yeah, I think so. I think to wrap it all up, um, funnels can the idea of a marketing funnel can be a little daunting when you're setting out to set it up. But I think that a, a good marketing funnel will provide consistency in your marketing messages. Mm -hmm. It will 
make the process easier for your patient overall and it'll really help you quantify your marketing activities and give give kind of legs to your storytelling that goes on. It allows you to control how you're going to tell your story and you do it in a way that automates and it works for retailers and it works for medical. You just have to give it some thought of how you're gonna do it. Yeah, definitely. I think that the thing to remember is like, you know, even if your office is great and your docs are the best at what they do, um, people need your help, but it doesn't mean that they know who you are. So the funnel kind of helps guide them through this process to say, well, yes, they can help me. Yeah, they know what they're talking about and they're the ones for me. So the funnel just kind of like takes them by the hand and walks them through every piece of that. Absolutely. All right, so before we go, I want to encourage you to go to our website at insightmg.com or drmarketingtipscut.com and sign up for our free 10-part, nine-part marketing series, 100% free. I'll never try to sell you anything. Go there, sign up for this thing, and get started with some real education for marketing your medical practice. And with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. And we are the host of the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast, and thanks for joining us today. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.